Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Great Stare Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm your host, Ben. I'm your host, Anya. And welcome back to the to the Bat Podcast. Tyler, Anya, Ben. Yeah, yes. the Bat. Wait, no, that's... Yeah, no, I definitely said that wrong, but... No, it's fine. Anya, Cam, and I is ABC, Team ABC, and we're the Bat. So, yep. Call us Batcast. Yes, yeah, so... Uh, please don't. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what are we doing today? Today, we are going to be talking about the latest MC film, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, um, Simu Liu, Aquafina, Manga Zhang, Tony Leung Chu Wai, uh, Ben Kingsley, and as well as Florian Muntianu. And Michelle Yeoh. And Michelle Yeoh. Mm-hmm. And just that was not a good. Even... I love you, Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> before we even talk about the movie, that cast alone, like just even in retrospect, having seen the movie, that's such an amazing cast. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic cast. I think that this is definitely one of the best cast Marvel movies, for um, sure. Ben? Uh, yeah. So, a uh, new Marvel movie. Um where it's a a man living in San Francisco. He just kind of has a normal life. Um, He's a chauffeur at like a hotel with his uh, friend Katie. And, um, but it turns out that his dad is, um, um, and it turns out that his dad is the leader of this massive crime syndicate, the 10 rings, which we have familiar with in the Iron Man movies. And uh, just kind of about him uh, embracing and accepting his where he comes from, his heritage, his family, and uh, yeah, you know, becoming uh, a superhero also at the same time. So, yeah, um, do we want to go into our overall thoughts? Sure, um, I'll give it a stab because uh, I'm usually not on the MCU episodes. Uh, and uh, I was very... Su- yeah, I would say I was very surprised with the movie. I went in with very mild expectations because, you know, the franchise isn't completely my thing, but I like to give them a try. Uh, and I I really enjoyed this movie. I wouldn't say I loved it. I did not love it. But I, at least for MCU, for me, this is, like, one of the best. And... I would say it's really due to um, effective action writing. I love the action in this movie. Uh, character writing, uh, with the, a few exceptions of, um, I will just blatantly say, I think there's a little too much joking in this movie for me personally, but you cut that out. I love uh, just the act, yeah, the acting and the story and action writing just like really uh, caught me off guard because. I think like one thing that immediately like makes this the action stand out here is that um, I just find this type of combat a lot more intriguing and fascinating to watch in comparison to something like the Avengers movies. Um, and I think even the internal writing of some of the fight scenes in this movie is just like, I don't know, it does a lot without words. Like particularly, I really like a lot of... Um, how the movie transposes um or there's like a, two sequences in this movie that kind of transpose these like 
internal workings of fight scenes. There's one in the beginning with Fala Chen and Tony Leung, and then one later with Simu Liu and Tony Leung. And um, I don't know. I think a lot of stuff like that uh, to me is like more detailed than a lot of stuff I see in these other films. So like that it has of, it has a little more of an impact and right. You know, like it stands out to me. Um, and like, like Simu Liu, when um, when I watch the trailers, I don't know. He didn't stand out to me, and I wouldn't say he's the most like standout actor in the world. But um, I think he more than, like, he more than holds his own amongst like a lot of you know really established people in this movie, and he feels and operates at the same level as them. So, those are some of my initial thoughts. Uh, I'll go next, I guess. Um, yeah, I was really excited for this movie. It was one of my most anticipated of the whole year, and um, it did not disappoint. Um, I thought this was a really great movie. It's definitely up there with one of my favorites of the MCU. Um, I think this movie just really um, did a great job fleshing out these characters, Um you know, Shang-Chi himself, Simu Liu, great character and a very charismatic actor. And I'm glad that, you know, he just got a got a good opportunity with this role, you know. Um, I think he would have had a successful career in um, those advertising and college book ads, you know, that he was doing, as we've seen pop up recently. But uh, no, he's really good in this movie and really proves himself that he deserved the role and he really put all in. And um, he's also just him in the action scenes. He really knows how to sell it. I mean, he's uh, if you look on his social media, he has a lot of stuff of him showing off his um, combat skills. Um, he has a, like a short on TikTok where has an amazing hand-to-hand combat scene um he's excellent here i like aquafina um i i usually like her i liked her in this too i thought it was nice to have a male female uh relationship that was you know they're just friends that was nice uh tony leung oh man one of my favorite new mcu villains just very complex and you really just understand why he's doing what he's doing, and yeah, I, I do have some gripes with it. I want that. I kind of want to get into that later though, because it's a little spoilery. But uh, yeah, no, great movie, great action, and a very uh, impactful story, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit. So. Yeah, so um, I was really looking forward to this movie. Um, for the past year or so, I like Destin Daniel Cretton's other movies. Um, and then as far as Aquafina goes, I'm, I I really enjoy output for the past few years. I thought Crazy Rich Asians was a great movie. And I thought The Farewell was a great movie as well. Um, Simu Liu, I'm a little more unfamiliar with his uh, acting experience, but I've been watching Kim's Convenience recently. And he really does have um, good screen presence. So when this movie came out, I was really looking forward to it. And I think it absolutely delivered. Um, I think this is probably the strongest Marvel origin movie for me. Um, because, and I feel like 
well, after I say that, I feel like that's almost under. I don't think a lot of Marvel origin movies are very great, with the exception of Black Panther and this. Um, but I do think that this is a, a very, very strong movie. I think that it lays the groundwork to do cool things in the future without without feeling like it's sacrificing um, telling a great story this time around. Uh, Tony Leung was fantastic in this movie. Um, I thought that his villain character... Well, I, would, I don't even want to call him a villain because you really understand where he's coming from. Right. Antagonist, um, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and you also understand where Shang-Chi is coming from as well as um, Paula Chen's character who plays his mother. Um, it's just... It's very interesting to me because captured and it's almost strange to me because it's this huge marvel movie like obviously these movies are put in thousands of theaters seen by millions of people and yet it's a movie that very much is invested and knowledgeable about the asian american experience um from the family dynamics to little things like taking your shoes off before you go in the house and um not disturbing the shrines i thought that was all just very fabulous the music that people listen to it's just a i've seen people i've seen people complain that the movie's a little westernized obviously i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue with those points but i do think that the movie does a very good job at presenting a lot of these things um for a western audience especially in a year that's been so hard for uh asian american people such as myself um it's just so great to see a strong uh, movie about um, Asian people. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I really <laughs> am almost happy like this movie came out at the time it did because it is a really good like contemporary reflection on um, I don't know just again like people, especially like one thing I really admired um was katie's character because um like i feel like she's like a really relatable character just for the mcu in general um just like you know i I, there's this one line in the movie where she has about like i can build up all these skills but like i almost like can't execute them well i don't know like in in many ways i like that she reflected a lot onto you like maybe as an audience member because everyone's watching it in a different way but um i really like like that character and yeah again like simu lee's character like it very much felt like you watch a lot of movies and movies that came out maybe even like a decade ago and they already feel like dated but i feel like this captures like the time we live in like really well like mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't feel like pastiche like surprisingly um i think one of her best scenes is when Wen Wu is ex- is talking about the importance of someone's name in, I thought that was a great scene. in that right. culture, um, I yeah I think her character, um, so it was nice to see also just I guess what I'm trying to say is it's nice to see that we got a bunch of different people that lived in um who are Asian and lived in different in environment growing up where you know Aquafina or sorry Katie spent her whole life in America and and Shang-Chi you know live kind of half and half or you know what I mean um that was really cool to see um and 
just to learn a little bit, just from my first perspective, kind of learning like and picking up on traditions and um, like what people hold valuable to in that culture. Um, but also this movie just has, and this is, you could call this m- overall message like generic, I guess, but this movie has a really good family message. Um, and one that uh, really hit me emotionally because I'm in college and I am away from my family right now. So it, this movie just really reminded me of how much I care for them and how important they are to me. And I think that movie, and that's what uh, I think Daniel Destin Cretton, um, or sorry, Destin Daniel Cretton does really well is really getting you invested in the messages of the movie and um, just the characters' lives. Um, Because Short Term 12, I'll say here, is one of my favorite movies and is the reason I'm going to college because I want to be a social worker. So it was really cool to see that he continues to uh, uh, have an impact on my life and a lot of other people. So, Right. I think the idea about like the film, like the film underlining its importance about um, family is just like, again, we talked about a bit earlier, like how built up the narrative is like with the conflicts in the movie and like, you're really like having, everybody is coming from the movie whether what depending on what their role is if they're antagonistic if they're antagonistic, um, and being bound by blood and that within that conflict what was uh your guys's favorite action scenes i was gonna ask that um since um, we haven't re- we brought it up but um what was some of your guys favorite action of the movie um i'll go first I'm very, very partial to the first bus scene. I think that is just such a electric sequence. Um, from the music, music to the... Yeah, the usage of slow motion, I think, is is very adds a lot to the scene, whereas some comic book movies use slow motion a little too much. Um, I think that this... It really adds to the, to the, to the tension of the sequence. And... I think that the comedy in this scene is very good. I think that um, Simu Liu is a very good physical actor as well. Um, and I just really, I really like how how fun this sequence is. And I think, I just really enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I, I really like the bus sequence because um, I really like, just like how playful the sequence is like within it's like geography and just like going on top of the bus like the like directionally like like i one thing i really love is um in the ant-man movies is, is how it plays a lot like with the dynamics of the city and like hills and stuff mm-hmm. and I, I think this sequence really works that way and again like with the combat uh this is like the type of like tight-knit like writing i think is like really exciting you know like of course like final battles and movies and like larger set pieces are always exciting but i like when you can like make the most out of like an object or like in this case like you know a bus i love that scene 
Mm. Side note, I just realized that, Anya, all of your favorite comic book movies all take place in San Francisco. Yes, because it's Ant-Man. And I like Venom and Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Um, it's a it's a good area for having fight scenes, I'll say, because of those narrow roads. Um, right. Yeah, I love the bus scene. Um, but I, I'm not just saying this to be different. <laughs> no, but I'm kidding. Uh, my favorite was when they were in the building and they have to go on those um, like oh. those construction beam things. I thought that was a great scene. Um. I like, you know, I've said this before. I like scenes on moving vehicles, and obviously the bus scene was really great with that. But this one, I really, you really kind of felt the height, and it really felt like they were high up. And also, um, I thought visually this one was really cool, especially when he fights the Death Dealer in front of like those neon signs. Yeah, it was just really exciting to watch. Um, as far like, I love all the action in this movie. Um, some of the bigger stuff near the end, I. What the, some of the bigger stuff near the end, wasn't the biggest fan of. Um, but we can get into that a little later. But that final confrontation with Wen Wu and Shang Chi is really good too. Just that mm-hmm. them facing off against each other. It was, right. it was really cool. In the um. In the rings this, are used was, really well here, I'll say also. Yeah, Sorry. I was caught off guard by how powerful those <laughs> rings are. Yeah, those things are sweet. Like, definitely one of the best things you could have in that universe. Um, all right. Yeah, then the, the, way that, the way that Tony Leung uses the rings is just so cool to see. On, like, Shang-Chi used them, but my favorite scene with the rings is when they go to the, to the Mahjong night. Um, young Shang-Chi and Wenwu and he points out um, who is responsible for what happens in the scene prior and Wenwu just goes ballistic on it and one shot I think is so good in the scene is when it cuts back to the young boy reacting to the scene and he's watching it in the reflection and then you see the the body of the of the person being thrown against the mirror I thought that was so cool I I just I think Tony Leung did a really good job selling yeah, those like, things, like just the way he like he like jolts his arms when he gets a mon or like when he when he flies when he goes flying with them. It was really good. He was it was just really cool to see, and I yeah, just cool. love all the little moves he has. Like it was just it was really fun and really right. well thought. He's definitely my favorite, uh, I guess say it's part or actor in the movie, but I guess someone we didn't really bring up yet who I was impressed with was Munger Zhang because she's never been in a movie before. I could not believe that. Yeah, that's very impressive. Yeah, and you can tell as well as Simu Liu that they are so happy to be in this movie and so proud of it. Um, I Anya and I are talking about this. We recently saw a interview of her of her talking about going to avengers campus oh my god she's she's so wholesome but yeah, uh, she's great thing... the, she is very good in the movie and very talented and can really sell the action scene and you know she she worked hard especially with that weapon she had to use uh i've seen behind the scenes of that i do not imagine that being a very easy tool to use or prop so and she killed it she's great 
All right. What were some things that we weren't a huge fan of in the movie? Well, should we just delve into the spo- minor kind of all spoilers? So, I guess. I mean, I, it's been out for a while, so should we just? Yeah, we can re- because my, my the the issues that I have with the movie are also kind of spoilers. So, yeah, right, so, so we'll just jump into spoilers. Um, the one th- the f- couple things I wasn't the biggest fan of is, I thought the third act well it had a lot of high moments, and I liked the dragons and stuff. I just think like it kind of lost some of the style of the beginning, and it looked a little too Disney live action looking. <laughs> Um, so I wasn't really a big fan of that. And then, while I think he was pretty funny at first, I thought Trevor Slattery got a little old after a while. And like All his right, whole, I, his I whole was ordeal. Say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he's good in like small doses. Um, and but I don't think he needed to go with the whole journey and his little disgusting Morris. I'm kidding. I like Morris, but uh, that thing's kind of nasty. It's going to be <laughs> like in the Tala action sequences, like at the end. Like I, it was a very much an extended um, bit. extended yeah. performance than what I expected. And, you know, I'm somebody who really likes Iron Man 3. I wouldn't say I'm the Me biggest, too. like, oh, I'm the biggest Trevor Slattery defender. No, but like, especially like, I didn't find a lot of his jokes, honestly, that, like, funny. Um, I, I did like the plan of the Apes one. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, but um, uh, I just, yeah, I mean, he just overstayed his welcome a little too much, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and... Um, I also I'll also say, I mean, you brought up kind of, like, the third act not being, like, your favorite. I feel like this movie isn't, like, too, like long by, like, all movie standards but um i feel like this movie for me i i wouldn't say i got bored but i really started to feel the time of the movie at least for me and And, oh me too at the third act yeah right and at least i must say personally was not a fan of that Um, yeah yeah no i i agree that the i had most of my issues with the movie do lie in the third act i do like the third act overall i think that it works off some really impressive Chinese mythology with all the little creatures they introduce. Um, dragon, of course. And I love um, how the the scene between between Wenwu and Shang-Chi right before he dies, I think that that is a really powerful moment of acting from Tony Leung and from Simu Liu as well. Um, and then as well as um, Monger Zhang, I think that it's that moment is powerful for her character as well because, well, I think that not exactly that moment, but I think that there's a lot of really great moments with her in the third act, like um, her telling Shang-Chi that only that he, she doesn't want her to, him to leave her again. I thought that was really, really strong um, as well as the post credit scene involving her. Cause that's technically the third act. I thought that was really cool and set up some cool stuff for the future. Mm-hmm. But I love like the spray paint and like the posters. <laughs> yeah, and especially because a, a lot of a lot of movies that use so weedy over scenes are <laughs> are not very impressive, like Birds of Prey and stuff like that. But I thought that the music was used well in this end credit scene. Um, the whole soundtrack is really good yeah. uh, too. I mean. Yeah, I think that it really does a great job at what 
at showing the kind of music that somebody like Shang Chi and his friends would be listening to today. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So my issue with the third act, yes, does come with the pacing of the third act because I think there's a couple moments that could have been trimmed out. Like, it's it's cool when they get their outfits. I liked seeing Katie train with um, train with um, their master. And Michelle Yeoh is is always a joy to see on screen. But there's some scenes that I think could have been cut out. Um, like, and I thought the other thing was with Ben Kingsley is I thought he was like really great in it the first time I saw it. But I've seen the movie three times now, and I've honestly found his character a little less funny every time. But yeah. It is cool to see him in the movie. I enjoyed seeing him there. I think that he has some really great lines. And then he has some lines where it's just obviously needed a comic relief character. Um. Anyways, beyond spoilers, oh, so there's there's a couple shots in the third act where that where it's a little hard to follow, which is like um the shot that I'm thinking of in particular is Shang Chi putting the rings into the into the what is it the Eater of Death is what they call it right? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, putting the rings into that and like you just see him like running up there's waves all around him and then wind whisks him up i could not tell what was happening on screen that first time i saw the movie yeah i feel like in marvel movies there's a lot of like that for me where it's like the shot is like i just like am a little boggled at like i a can't too crowded. i think crowded. infinity war is another movie that kind of has sure. that issue for me especially yeah. with the the Spider Man and the Guardians on Titan scene, I think that seems really hard to wrap my head around. Right, exactly. But yeah, um, and then as far as other spoilers go, um, I think that that seeing Wong in this movie was a really really fun scene. I, I I'm a big fan of his, and I, it was just I wish we could have seen a little more of him. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know me, Tyler. I'm I'm a big Wong fan. I was oh last week. Actually these past few weeks I've been blessed with Wong Tent as I've been calling it. And um God, I mean he's just fantastic in this and I never thought I'd ever see him um do karaoke and i think um, it's just nice to see that was that. a hysterical scene that yeah. was honestly one of the funniest marvel scenes for me yeah um oh and i speaking mean of, speaking of that scene we haven't really touched on the elephant in the room oh yeah um but anyway i've been a fan of wong since the beginning um one of my favorite lines is in infinity war or one of my favorite moments in infinity war is Wong's invited to my wedding. My friend and I died of laughter when that happened because we would do the same. And yeah, um, I will never forgive Kevin Feige if they kill off Wong in one of these movies. He's one of my favorites. So, all right. Yeah. Should we get into <laughs> that in credits? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. The elephant in there, at least. Um, Everyone that I know that has seen the movie was caught off guard by Bruce Banner's physical appearance. Or not, like, physical appearance, but, like, he is not Professor Hulk. So, I have a couple speculation things that I've heard, but also... Well, for one, 
if you look on his uh on his wrist, he has like this weird gauntlet looking thing on. And so okay, but what in actuality he's probably just Bruce Banner because they didn't want to spend the extra money. So in She Hulk they're gonna and Mark Ruffalo, you know, get him some FaceTime. So in She Hulk, they're probably gonna explain that he has some converter thing, so I think that's what's going on there with that little bracelet thing he had. Um, I don't know what you guys think though. Mm. I mean, um, I'm not, I'm not the theory person. So, so basically the only thing I can think of is beyond the fact that they just definitely didn't just wanted people to recognize him right off the bat. Um, it it's pro like the the way they're probably gonna explain it is because she Hulk's origin is she gets a blood transfusion from Bruce. Maybe she got some maybe she got some um some of the the gamma radiation and that's why he is less hulky. But who knows? Um and the other thing that I liked about this post credit scene was seeing um, Carol Danvers back because it's really felt like it's been such a long time since we've seen that character. Yeah, I, I agree. was surprised. Um, but this is also a Dustin Daniel Cretton film, and they're friends, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice to see her. I I really like that character, and uh, she uh, I like that I like her new suit. That we fear and I, I, it's kind of it was just interesting seeing her. I don't know why I always think it's so fascinating when we see a suit from an older movie, but like the actor looks a little different. Like obviously I've, I got used to seeing her in that suit with the short hair, and so it was kind of interesting seeing her in the same suit with long hair. I don't know why I've always thought, <laughs> isn't that stupid? <laughs> I always felt that way though. Like. You, do you know, there's a part in Iron Man 3 where he has the suit from the Avengers. I don't know why. I've always, that's always caught me off guard for some reason. Does that make sense at all? Or... <laughs> I have no opinion on that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've always just liked that for some reason. I just thought it was cool. Um, no, great to see her. And, the other thing you know, is, is, I'm just going to interject while we're still talking about Carol. Yeah. Um. It it might just be me, but it kind of felt like they, they were making her a little more, like, not necessarily, like, a little more likable, because I think she's already pretty likable, but it seemed like they were making her a little a little sillier, a little goofier, in a good like, way, like, with her line delivery. I, I did, I liked that, though. I liked that she's like, all right, this is great, you know, that was, that was nice. It's a cute little scene, I thought, but yeah, I see what you mean. But yeah. The Ten Rings will return, as stated in the credits. So yeah, and then obviously there's the speculation that Eternals connects to it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see with that that's, one. Uh, I feel like that's just another Mephisto thing. Yeah, people will trick you into thinking it's the obvious move, and then it's just not going to happen because it's a little too complicated. Right. Yeah. And wasn't Eternals originally supposed to come out before? That's <laughs> way before this. Movie. Right. I feel like that's not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't entirely believe that, but I I mean yeah I mean everyone loves running with these random theories now like evil Doctor Strange, Mephisto. I mean um, they're they're only they're only um 
reasoning is that the weapons in Eternals are gold, and then when Shang-Chi uses the rings, they're gold. So. That's a regular weapon color. That's a very regular. Yeah, no, if, are you going to tell me that all the, the gold dudes from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 are all Eternals because <laughs> they're gold? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh... <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the second one was... Um... What's it? I'm just blanking on the Zhai Ling, right? Zhai Ling. Yeah. yeah. Um, her, she, uh, I guess, lied to Shang-Chi, and she's taking over the Ten Rings, um, which is pretty exciting. So I think in the sequel, or maybe even like the third one or something, they'll probably have it where she's like the villain. I think it would be smart if they saved her for the third one, because that would be a very emotional. Uh, ending to a trilogy and just kind of like I don't know him just feeling betrayed I guess and then they can just introduce a new villain for the second one um, that's me thinking way ahead but I think that would be cool I would like for them to continue for for a sequel I think I would love to see them continue with um, bringing these legendary Asian actors into into um the mainstream, I think it would be cool to see someone like Jet Li. Jackie cool Chan. Someone like Jackie Chan. Yeah, yes. I'm curious to see who gets cast in the sequel. Um, but yeah, I think a closing thought uh, as we wrap this review up that we want to talk about is uh, who is somebody in the MCU that we want to see team up with Katie and Shang-Chi? So who wants to give it a stab? Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll mention something. I'm not gonna count characters that we can assume will probably share the screen with them, like like Captain Marvel, Bruce Banner, um, Wong, Doctor Strange. You know. Yeah. Um. I think... Obviously, Spider Man. I think is fun with anyone. Ant Man and the Wasp. I love that. Um. I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like. I don't know why. I feel like Bucky would be kind of fun with them, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm good at this stuff. <laughs> I yeah, know. I wish you would have uh, prepped me earlier so I didn't look like an idiot. I, I I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, you did? Yes. Then I don't remember it. I mean, look been, how it's... unprepared our host is, everybody. Yep. Well, okay. We'll yep. see about Cancel that. Burn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I think I think it would be cool to see. To see, I think lots of characters cool to see with him, but one character in specific I think would be cool to see team up with Kate Bishop. Like <laughs> I True. spoiled it. I spoiled it. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, Yelena Belova and Kate Bishop would be really cool to see team up with them because you know Katie is good with arrows, right? And so is Kate Bishop. Yeah, actually, have let's have name. let's have Katie versus Hawkeye, and then that would be amazing. Actually, I yeah, kind of want them to do that. I want to see Shang Chi kick Hawkeye's ass off. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That'd Bro, be fun. No, no, yeah, like Clint Barton would get folded by Hawkeye. And his... Wait, no. <laughs> Clint Barton would get folded by Shang Chi in a heartbeat. Yeah, no, that'd be funny. Huh? <laughs> um. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of a hard question, but uh, obviously, like Wanda, I like, think more grounded America. characters, more grounded characters, I think would work a little better, in my opinion. I want to see Angori Rice. I'm joking. Betty Brandt. Betty Brandt is a traitor. I will say it here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Betty Brandt is a traitor. How dare you do that to Ned? How dare you? All right, we need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, thank you for this listening. Is, this is about it for Marvel. Con- uh, we still have two more What If um, themed episodes to record, but this is about it for Marvel content until november-ish and then we're gonna have a steady stream of weekly content back for you guys mm-hmm. um but yeah we thank you everyone for listening to this episode um as they're recording this we found out some very exciting news for a pretty big episode our next one um i'm really excited about it um it should be should be fun episode so hopefully a lot of us can be there um but yeah, uh, anything else you guys want to say? It's about it for me. That's about it for me as well. So, thank you right. for listening. Oh wait, we didn't do the great star average. Oh right, that doesn't matter. We'll just keep going. What is it? <laughs> the great star average for Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is a seven point eight. All right, pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a pretty good. great average. Yeah. All right. Um. But yeah, so a little out of order there, but whatever. Um, look forward to the to the future, guys. It uh, it's gonna get exciting. We got a lot of stuff we want to do. So as always, make sure you do the Morris stare. Oh wait, he doesn't have a face. Oh my. God.